Hey, sisters and brothers, I have a new sponsor, my friends Gary and Mary Lou from AlkalineWaterSoGood.com. They are international Kangen water distributors. Kangen water is delicious water created from Enagic's innovative water technology. Enagic is a 56-year-old Japanese company with 40 offices in 23 countries, including an office in Manila and eight offices in the U.S. And it is the leading manufacturer of alkaline ionizers and water filtration machines in the world. Not only do these devices filter your tap water, but they also produce ionized alkaline and acidic waters through electrolysis. These waters can be used for various purposes, including drinking, cooking, beauty, and cleaning. Can you imagine never buying bottled water again? The plastic and bottled water often contains BPA and other chemicals, which are proven to be hazardous to your health. And how much fun is it lugging cases of it from the market, recycling it, and you know, plastic is an environmental nightmare. According to Gary, it's also a great way to add an additional income stream. He's been selling machines for over 12 years internationally, and everyone needs the healthiest water in the world. So folks, if you have any questions about Kangen Water, check out their website at alkalinewatersogood.com. That's alkalinewatersogood.com. Or you can email them at gary at garyballin.com. You're listening to the Wolf's Den Radio Show. Talk. Hey, sisters and brothers. Thank you very much for joining me for another episode of WDRS Talk. The Wolf's Den Radio Show Talk. This is your host and your brother from another mother. It's Wolf Himara uh, with you today. And it is... Um, the season finale and uh, episode 25. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be uh, taking a break for a bit and start compiling new interviews for you guys for season two. And uh, there's going to be a lot of really great interviews lined up for that next season. Hopefully I get to uh, work on them soon. And uh, I hope the, that the people in I, I have in mind I hope that they're up for it. So, please, thank you very much for your support throughout Season 1 and throughout the first 25 episodes of uh, hopefully what is going to be another 25 for Season 2. So, um, what's been happening? Uh, It is finally summer again, 2021, here in the States. Um... Still, people are not all the way out. Although on June 15, um, California will be officially open 100%. So um, go out and uh, if you're fully vaccinated, please go out and support small businesses, uh, especially restaurants, mom and pop stores. Um, They're the ones who need a lot of support. Um, try not to uh, try not to eat at McDonald's or Burger King or something like that. You know, try and look for a, a mom and pop sandwich store. You know, a deli, something like that, and and they'll appreciate your business. Or even at your local pizza shop. You know, go over and uh, get that pizza. Don't go don't go to Pizza Hut, man. 
go to the one that's being sold by grandpa and grandma and you'll be helping them out and um so yeah um please do uh subscribe to the channels that you are listening to this on if you're on youtube please subscribe please like the episode if you do like it and um if you're on spotify just give it a follow all those all those things help the show uh and it it affects the analytics of uh, of the internet you know and uh and uh algorithms and stuff like that so a like will always help if you subscribe to the channel it will always help so i appreciate it um and if you want to take it a step further and um you know make an actual monetary uh donation to the show you can do that too just uh, head on over to the anchor fm uh app or website anchor.fm and uh just look for my page wdrs talk and you can there is a support button that you can uh, that you can uh that you can press and make a a one time donation or a monthly donation and uh it'll be you know for the expenses of the show uh you know maintenance of equipment and all that stuff all that good stuff that has to be done for a production and uh in return i will uh send you back uh, wherever you are in the world just you just have to leave your name and your address and i will send you a bunch of WDRS stickers and uh that is my thank you for whatever donation you can uh, you can um you can put in the hat it can be just $1 it can be $100 it's up to you and uh, i already appreciate the if you even think about it so aside from that uh let's move on to episode 25 season finale Oh before I go before I I I uh before we go to the interview uh it's going to be with my good friend chef Ramon Antonio and uh we talk about food and music and and rock t-shirts and and what not it, it's a, it's a fun interview um but before I we we uh, listen to it I just wanted to uh uh tell you guys to check out these things uh, that I've been watching on Netflix Uh Netflix has been coming out with these original anime uh shows, you know, um limited series. And um it's like uh, it was explained to me by by a friend of mine that they're getting uh producers from different countries who are who have the stories to be told and and produce their own uh, uh their own series and they and and Netflix I guess gives them a budget to do the production or 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 to just show it on Netflix but but it's really cool there's a couple that I have been watching uh check out Blood of Zeus it's an eight episode series it's really cool it's it's based on uh Greek mythology uh and then another one is uh, uh Yasuke and it's about a black samurai a black man who is who happens to be a samurai and it's a really cool um series i think and uh it was produced by uh a hip hop uh, producer not just hip hop but avant-garde music um pro- progressive uh fusion music 
and he's uh, he's 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 an artist called uh, uh, what's his name? Fuck, Lotus Flower. And uh, oh no, I'm sorry, Lotus Flower. I'm sorry, totally wrong. Flying Lotus, that's his that's his name. So check him out. He does he also does the uh, the theme song of uh, Yasuke, and uh, yeah, it's a really great show. And coming on. Uh, the 13th of June, or I'm um, no, not 13th, but the 11th, June 11th, it's gonna be a show called Trece, coming out on Netflix, which is a Filipino-based um, series, Filipino-produced, Filipino-drawn, everything Filipino, and it's it 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 deals with uh, the local folklore and uh, local monsters of Filipino folklore. And it's called Trece, and it's coming out on June 11. So do check that out. You have to check that out and give that, uh, you know, give it a good rating and support that 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 that, uh, that Filipino production. So that's it, man. Um, thank you very much for all your support for season one, and I look forward to doing season two coming soon. And uh, let's get to it. This is me and my friend Chef Ramon Antonio. Enjoy. How are you, Chef? I love your shirt, man. Oh, you can see it? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, the second what? Jake, the second Jake album. Ultimate Sin, right? Right. Jake's my fave among the three or four, five, actually five players post Sabbath oh, yeah. Aussie. Oh yeah, Jake E. Lee is really cool, man. Have you heard um uh Badlands, especially their second album, Voodoo Highway? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh I was listening to it when I first arrived in uh I got it when I first arrived in Manila in eighty eight, eighty nine, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, that's the first album. Yeah. So but then the really second cool. That 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 that, that yeah. first that first album was uh, kind of still uh, glam rockish because it was you know eighty nine it was still left mm. over, but then their second album that came out two years later in ninety one was is totally different man and it's just it's blues rock and it's so good if you haven't heard it yet oh yeah you gotta hear it it's called Voodoo Highway. I have, I have, I have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I have that. I even have this failed solo album. He had, he had, he had like a failed. Uh, and this was pre Satriani, man. It was an instrumental guitar album. He has one. Uh, uh-huh. It was just too, too weird for a lot of people back then. Oh, okay. Did you hear it? Have you heard it? Yeah, I mean, it's also available in YouTube. I can send you the link. Okay, yeah. Please do, man. How are you doing, man? How are you doing? I'm all right, man. I'm doing all right. Uh, I just turned 50. That's fucking insane, dude. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, man. Turn of the century. Half a century. (laughs) Half a century, man. It's... uh, it's weird. Yeah. It's so weird, dude. Um, yeah. 
Because I don't feel, I don't think like a fifty year old should. I don't know, man. It's just weird. It's like I'm still. Uh, I mean, look, look behind me, man. It's all posters in my fucking room, dude. I'm still a fucking <laughs> teenager, but in Paris. Yeah, yeah. Same here, man. I mean, it's just a freaking number, you know. I mean, I go to work every day wearing my Aussie Sabbath. Led Zepp and all rock shirts, right? Yeah, man, that's and that's how I dress too. And, uh, and then, yeah, and the entire building is like full of like twenty somethings, like some as old as young as my daughter, some a little bit older, and uh, and they all look at me and said and say, "Oh wow, okay, cool shirt, man." Then <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, man, you know, get also." It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if they listen to these things, you know. <laughs> yeah, because I mean that's what rock shirts are, man. Even if you don't know what it is, it's like that's a cool shirt, you know. That's uh mm. especially when you go to, you know, concerts here where you know like like that, you know, people who are watching the show are wearing the the shirts of the bands that they're there to watch, you know, like if it's Iron Maiden, then everyone comes in. I definitely, definitely have to be in my Iron Maiden shirt along with 30,000 other fans. And, uh, and you just see all kinds of right, shirts, right, right. you know, all kinds of designs, all kinds of, you know, some are unique, some are not. And uh, I actually have uh, a white uh, sweater, sweatshirt uh, that's Iron Maiden, uh, Number of the Beast, and it's white. And then on the sleeves, okay. wow! Each, okay. of, each of the sleeve, each of the sleeves, in one sleeve it says Iron Maiden, and then the other sleeve it's uh, Number of the Beast, and it has a hood. So it's a hoodie. So cool, cool. I, I, I. Yeah, it's really cool and it's very unique because I, 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 it, it, it's, uh, it was sold in a uh, a surf slash skateboard uh, fashion store that that you know. So it was it was it was made for skateboarders to, to you know to wear. But me, of course, I'm like that's Iron Maiden, man, and that's a cool hoodie and it's white. That's very rare, so I I I I yeah. I, uh, I bought it, of course, and I still have it. I'm never gonna let that go because it's very it's a rare item, and um, I know that it was cool because uh, I wore that thing to Nam the N A M M, you know the the music conference here in in Anaheim. Yes. And yeah, I could I yeah. could tell people were looking at my thing. And were like, whoa, you know, they're, they're like, hey, you know, it, they like uh, they had a second a second uh, second look. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this is it's rare. So yeah, I like that shit. So what's your what do you, okay? Speaking of shirts, what's your oddest rock shirt? Or metal or rock shirt, would you say? Odd. Like huh. like like nothing 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 along the the mainstream metal or rock shirt uh, groove, right? Like really a, a little bit off or out of that totally. 
Uh, oh, I have uh, I yeah, that yeah, I have uh, I have a shirt of Buena Vista Social Club. That's one of my favorite shirts. Mm-hmm. And that's like Cuban mm-hmm. music, you know, that's totally different, but I like I like I said, oh, I like but they're amazing, that. man. Oh yeah, they're amazing. That's why I have the shirt. And you don't really it's not every day that you get the shirt of a band like that because it's, you know, it's 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 music from the 50s and it's it's only the people in the know will will understand. It's like, "Oh yeah, I know that band. That they're cool." So I like that shirt. Yeah, it's and a totally different world, man. Latin yeah, music. To- yeah, totally different world, but it's still a rock shirt to me because the design is really cool. It's the album they cover, are. and in and, and big bold letters, Buena Vista Social Club. So you know, it's it's cool. It's cool. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I had a Hendrix shirt. Okay, so Hendrix, right? It's like it's yeah. it's within the realm of mainstream. Rock shirt, classic rock shirt, yeah, thereabouts. But he was playing a Nighthawk, a Gibson Nighthawk, which is even even in Google Images, you don't you rarely find what is a Jimmy what is, playing a Gibson Nighthawk. What is a Nighthawk? Wait, let's a, Gib- a Gibson Nighthawk is like uh, yeah, you can Google it. Yeah, I'll do it right it's, now. It's like so an odd. Gibson, Les Paul slash SG slash weird Epiphone. Oh, I see it. That's a cool body. Yeah. That's a cool body. I like that. Yeah. So, so you don't really see Jimmy playing that, right? So, no, so I was flaunting it around. You know, okay, I, I, overgrew, I overgrew it. Yeah, it's the shirt. <laughs> but, you know, you walk around and the people say, okay, Hendrix, and then they, they take a second... They do a second take, right? Looking at your yeah. shirt, yeah. Because they they notice the guitar is not a strap, right? It's always yeah. a strap yeah. or a V, right? With Jimmy, so. <laughs> Dude, I have so many shirts, man. I have so many shirts in my in my uh, in my wardrobe, dude. Uh, and they're all, you know, there a lot of them are rock shirts, of course. But I don't, I don't have. Um, Uh, how should I say? I started uh, with the rock shirts. I started collecting tour shirts. You know, instead of just going tour out shirts, to, yeah, yeah. Instead of going, just going out to you know to Hot Topic or wherever those shirts are, like on on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean the designs are great, but you know it's not one of a kind. A tour shirt is a one of a kind. They, they only sell it at the show. So that's my thing now, and, and that, that's the granddaddy. Yeah, that's the granddaddy of rock shirts. Yeah, yeah, tour shirts, man. Those are those started from value, rock, man. Those started from tour shirts. Yeah, dude, I have Audio Slave, yeah. uh, Audio Slave from uh, two thousand and three. Shit, two thousand three. But no, no, not two thousand. No, no, I'm sorry. Audio Slave was two thousand three. I think it was two thousand five, maybe. But anyway, um, I, I have a 1983 U.S. Festival original shirt. 
Oh, really? Where'd you get Dude, that? It's like super faded already. And, and, you know, it's the only thing I don't give out to the laundry. I have to wash it myself and really take care of it because it's so faded now. And, and some of the band's names up at the back, you can't see them anymore. Yeah. That was the time Van Halen came out, right, with this. Uh, and then Ozzy came out with with, um, with Jake first time. And then uh, Motley Crue came out. Uh, yeah, that was a historic uh, U.S. festival among all U.S. festivals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was 83. That was three that was three days, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and then Quiet Riot was also first time for Quiet Riot. Uh, yeah. It was an amazing lineup, man. Yeah, even like the Clash played it that was, one, right? It was the time when... Yeah, yeah. And even... Uh, uh, what do you call this? Uh, VH... Eddie, right? Van Halen. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that was before before they really had it. You know, they had to split with uh, with D- DLR, right? That was it. That was it. Record, you know, the pre-recording and recording uh, period of '84 album. Yeah, that was really monumental. Yeah, yeah. That people was- want to buy it. You know, this kid. You said you mentioned Kanina. You mentioned Kanina. That. that Skateboard thing, okay, you could probably um, uh, explain it to me better because, like I said, I work now in a building full of these young kids, right? And they uh-huh. all, they're all a mix of, uh, you know, they're all a mix of, um, they wear, um, sk- they're into skateboard outfit, they're into uh, a, a ska outfit, like, like, you know, new ska or new reggae or whatever you call it, and then, and then for us, I think, like you said, your your shirt, you found your Iron Maiden t- your hoodie there. And so I, whenever I come in every morning, they look at me and they say, cool, they react, you know, you know I think in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And for them, we're like, we're like freaking collector items, man. <laughs> like in human form. Okay, here's the here it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get, I get it, I get it. I know, yeah, you're a, like, you're weird, like, weird yeah. Time. yeah. No, you're like the, you're like the novelty guy, man. You're like the, the cool, you know, because <laughs> they, they, they know that you're older, but you're, you're still cool. You know, you're, you're approachable. You know, even though, you know, they don't understand it. What you know, you're being yourself, so they see that. You know, they, this is what you like. This is what you are, which. Which, which, uh, which, what those for me those rock shirts they represent that they really represent the the one who wears it, especially if it's a real fan who wears the rock shirt because you know every now and then we see all these fashion people or Hollywood people wearing, a, a, you know, a shirt like Slayer, and they have you know you know that they have no idea who the fuck. Their shirt, the shirt that they're wearing, you know, you you can spot a fake. You can you can spot a poser. Is what yeah, I'm look, trying I to mean, say. Look, remember, remember uh, when I when uh, first Avengers came out, and then uh, Tony Stark was wearing uh, the Never Say Die Black Sabbath album shirt. Right. Yes. Everybody's I, like. I have, all I have, of us, all of us who, who 
who are aware, like, what the fuck? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, dude, I, I have the same shirt, man. I have that <laughs> shirt, dude. I'm like, ooh, that's my shirt. Same here, same here, same yeah, here. Yeah, man. And, and, uh, <laughs> and, um, See, those are the kinds of shirts that I like. You know, I'm, I don't really like if it's gonna be a Black Sabbath shirt, it has to be really unique. And usually, I get my rock shirts at Hot mm. Topic. This, this, this. Uh, it's it's a it's a store for for like you know teenagers, gamers, uh, anime fans, and all of that, and rock people, because the shirts that they sell there mm. are there for a limited time. And whatever stock there is, that's it. Mm. So it is a limited edition that's run it. of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. sorts, I know. you know. And there's only, and I'm the size mm. medium, and um, there's only so much medium in in one design. So if you if you if you don't get it, then you don't get it. There have been so many really mm. cool designs that I had I couldn't get because you know the medium, which is a popular size here. Um. Uh, you know, it it always runs out. So, but I've had a few. Um, I have a nice Led Zeppelin shirt that I found, and it's very rare. Yeah, I love rock shirts, man. Galing. Nice, 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 to- nice topic, dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> That's my kitchenware, man. That's my number one kitchenware. I don't care what they say. That's my kitchen uniform. <laughs> actually, <laughs> yeah, actually, see, my, my friend Jamie Wilson. Do you know Jamie personally? Have you met? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah okay. we met. We, the last time I saw him was when uh, April's wed- wedding, I think. Oh, okay. Right, right. So anyway... Um, He's been doing some uh, projects out of town, like a like a production manager, I think. And uh, whoever he has photos of himself, and whoever he finds on set who's wearing a rock shirt, because he's always wearing a rock shirt. Then he he'll find today he'll find someone like one of the cameramen or one of the crew was wearing a Rolling Stone shirt and he was wearing a, uh, I don't know what he was, he was wearing, but it was a rock shirt for sure. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's been, he's he's been, been doing that. A series of that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool, man. It's it, it, There's, there's, uh, there's, uh, it's like, it's like when you wear a shirt, if you know, especially if you're, you're a real fan that means that you really like that band or whoever's on that shirt because that's a, that's a big, you know, look, look at the design on your thing. It's the whole shirt, right? These rock shirts, it's the whole shirt that the yeah, yeah. design is on, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why it's black, right? <laughs> yeah, man. The shirt is just black, you know, the only thing that changes is what the band, the image, the album, yeah. whatever, the year. But it's always the black shirt, right? Yep. It's always a black shirt, man. I, I, just, I just did a screenshot of us. And I'm going to send it to Jamie now to show him the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. 
So where do you stand with this? Uh, okay, where do you stand? I don't know if I ask you this already. Where do you stand with this uh, people wearing um, rock shirts that they know nothing about? They're not even rock fans. Remember before there was a Kardashian thing, a big hoop, hoopla about that before. Or yeah. wearing ACDC or Metallica or something. Yeah, fuck them, it's, an, it's It's badui, pa. It, for me, it's really cheap because I know for and and people who 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 are like us who wear rock shirts that kind of mentality that kind of person they know because we our rock shirts mm. are valuable to us so when we when we see someone who's like mm. i don't believe you i i don't believe that you that you like that you like slayer enough to wear a shirt of slayer you know for me, it, <laughs> i don't believe it no, I don't believe it. It's like, where's the proof? You know, if if you listen to Slayer, I find it blasphemous, man. Yeah, I yeah, that's a, that's a good word. It's to blasphemy, describe. right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sacrilegious. Yeah, because to us, it's it's like it's almost religion, right? It, it's something unexplainable. Our our connection and attachments to this to this music to this. To this group of individuals, to their minds and works, right? And they're represented by a symbol called a rock shirt. And then these people just wear it like it's, uh, I don't know, like a piece of 7 Eleven bag or whatever. I know, right? man. Yeah, it's like an it, they They wear it as an accessory. It's not an accessory, it's the main. Fucking no, it's not. You know, it's the main. Uh, it's the main attraction, man. <laughs> you know, it's the. It's yeah, not it's, the. You know. Right, right. You nailed it, <laughs> dude. When I was in, it's not a. It's not a Paris Hilton dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Exactly, exactly. When I was in, when I was, uh, when I started, when I started college. So I that was only thing I would wear were rock shirts. So I'd I'd go to class in mm. Guns N' Roses or a Tesla shirt or um Def Leppard. Mm. I have I I actually still have my Def Leppard shirt from 1988. I still have it. It's it's Very it's cool. re- it's been retired for for maybe hmm it's been retired for a long time already for maybe 20 years and uh but it's still there what album hysteria oh nice 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 yeah steve clark pion right that's still yeah, steve, steve clark he's still alive yeah steve steeman that guy was so cool man the way he uh, mm. he played his guitar so low, like Jimmy Page, man, and then running around the stage. Oh yeah, it was very Page. It was very Page. Mm. Yeah, he did. That's what happened, right? No, he um, he drank himself to death, man. It's a sad. It's it was a sad, uh, sad ending. Mm. 
to a sad story. The 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 gist of that mm. story was he never got the approval of his father, even though you know he was mm. wow. Yeah, I mean, sounds these were like, rock stars. Sounds like my life. <laughs> oh shit! Mm. <laughs> But you know, uh, he was he was a rock star. Yeah, he was a rock star, man. When hysteria hit. Mm. Pour some sugar on me, all of that. Oh my God, they were on top of the world, man. They were my favorite band for that year. You know, them and uh, Guns N' Roses. Wow. Yeah. During the first, uh, the first few, um, shall we say, citywide or provincial concerts we had when I was with my band. My first, my first band, of course, it's a, it's a, it's a rock slash metal band. Um, it was either the singer, our singer, or me, wearing that uh, Joe Elliott, uh, uh, what do you call it, Union Jack shirt, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't wear the, the shorts, UK flag man. thing, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was wearing. Yeah, I was wearing shorts the whole time. I was wearing. I, I just, you know, ripped off my my maongs back then, you know. Uh, <laughs> except when I was in, in the VH band. When I was in my VH bands, of course, I had to wear the B, VH thing with the leather patches on the jeans. You know, it's like super, super oh, yeah, 1984 yeah. slash uh, Mean Streets look, right? Yeah. Fair warning, mga yung album yung looks, yeah. But my hair was strangely, like really, you know. Remember, I was, I was, I was really active back then. Um, so my hair was Steve Perry, like you know, with the long hair at the back, the same oh, thing was, here. It was, a, it was a mullet. You had a mullet. Yeah. It was a. It was. It was more of a Chrissy Hind than a mullet. It was between Chrissy Hind and a mullet. Oh, Something like okay, that. Okay. 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 So, yeah, so, yeah. so it was a little shaggy, but but with without hair products, little shaggy, little shaggy, but uh, hair products, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then and then uh, and then Live Aid came out, right? Live Aid came out, and oh I saw uh, this jam with uh, with Madonna singing and Steve Stevens playing guitar. Oh yeah, uh, they were singing "Revolution" by the Beatles, right? Yeah, and and, Ooh, with the, oh, and with then the, I no. saw guitar with the, solo with the Thompson Twins, yon pare. Yeah, 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 and then uh, and then Steve Stevens during his entire solo, he was actually tiptoed. You know, he was doing tiptoes right on the stage. Like, what the fuck is this? I've never seen any anything like this, right? Yeah, like he was. It was more than a. a It's more than a Pete Townsend for me. It was more than a an Angus Young uh, move for me, and you know that that small small millisecond or a few seconds of tiptoeing the stage. Yeah. And then uh, so what I actually did was when I when I attended my 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 prom, I wore a tux and I <laughs> had my hair up like Steve Stevens, so oh, super okay. hairspray, and all my fingernails were black. Yeah, oh and I had eyeliners, God. and I was uh, barefoot, right? Tuxedo barefoot, like super, 
parang ano ba to uh, metal or beetlejuice parang ganun eh di ba so oh my god <laughs> were you did you have a did you have a date yeah yeah that no I mean, no man you know every time you know okay this was also a topic yesterday with one of the with my, my co-workers and he said because they always do parties right these young kids and I said you know when I was young I never went to these parties and even if I did I would just sit at the corners there and I would be the highest person in the block or not <laughs> yeah. even in the room. I would be the highest. I would make sure I would make sure I would be the highest person in the fucking block. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my answer. Did I go out to the dates and okay, I'm so high. I couldn't probably entertain a date. You know, I would, <laughs> it would be so unfair. <laughs> oh my God. Are you uh are you are you in Manila? I am. I am uh I actually I am uh talking to you now from Makati. Oh nice. So ha- have you been vaccinated? Yeah. I'm waiting for my SMS from the local government after I filled up online. Ah, okay. Form. Well, that's good. Uh, w- w- uh, that's good. Um, yeah. Which which vaccine is this? Uh, man, I have no idea what 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 they have in Las Piñas, you know. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't. I don't care anymore. Yeah. No. I'm just. I, I'm have, just I have a building here of believers and non-believers. Oh my God! <laughs> non-believers. That's so crazy. Yeah. You know, people, people. Yeah, dude. I'm right in the middle of Burgos and Burgos Street, right here in here in uh, LGBT slash uh, Lady Walker, Night Walker capital. Oh of, yeah, uh, man. Makati, right? So, and man, 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 maybe nine out of ten, eight out of ten, they're not wearing masks. Oh shit! Oh yeah, big shit, yeah. That sucks, man. But in my building here, so so, so. that sucks. Yeah, I'm I'm in a building here because part of my deal with work is uh, housing, right? So I don't have to commute or or take a grab every day from Las Piñas. So they got me a unit here in Makati, and uh, and I found out later, like two weeks later, that the building I'm staying in is a quarantine building for OFWs. Uh huh, and and there's eighty three of them here in this building with oh me. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. So I I I I don't touch elevator buttons anymore, man. It's like fucking use a lighter or use a keychain or whatever. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, you have to wear gloves, dude. Yeah. When you're in there, dude. <laughs> but anyway, no, uh, I don't. I just don't touch anything. That's it. You know. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, the the speaking of of Burgos in that area, there's a lot of good food there, man. Especially used to be, used to be pre-pandemic, used to be. What happened? Were there closures? Well, no, no, they were closed, man. Oh wow! Yeah, pandemic, man. I, I, I'm saying ninety-eight point five or something closed, right? Oh my God! Really? Yeah. 
So is filling station closed? I think it is, yeah. Um, Holy shit. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of close... I mean, even all a lot of these fantastic um, Middle Eastern restaurants, they're closed. Oh, yeah, pare. How about that uh, that Japanese restaurant, the big one, the, the you know, the big sprawling one that has uh, uh, the Japanese curry? You know, you know that Here one. in Poblacion? No, in uh, no. no, in uh, Makati Ave. What's the name? Ah, uh, gosh, Makati Ave. Yeah, Makati Ave. But I wouldn't Mul- know. I'm here in uh, near Burgos. Yeah, it's near Burgos. It's it's like Makati Ave, and then Burgos is on the right. You know, if you're coming from Makati. And mm. uh and uh and then uh yeah it's on the left side and it's a Japanese restaurant. I remember that. I remember there was also um Ah, is that the one is it the one along Hussein's right like beside Hussein's kebabs? Yes. That's that an old Japanese restaurant. Yes, that one like a one, one level house looking thing. Yes, yes. Exactly. I think it's still there, but I, I don't think they're open. Wow. I don't think they're open because only the ones with outdoor seatings can open. You know, outdoor dining things uh, right now. Okay. Um, you, you can you can do 100% of outdoor uh, since June 1, and I think 30% of indoor. Right? Mm-hmm. So those who can sustain it, you know, you have to pay rents, uh, inventories, manpower, utilities. If you can sustain your business, because it's 30%, eh? why bother opening, right? Yeah, that's right. That's a sad reality. You have to pay for the full, for the staff and all of that, just for 30%. And not only that, you know, these expensive places, but like BGC, right? As oh, yeah. and, uh, so hence it's not cheap you know there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, I think it, it it totals to a lot of a lot of places in BGC totals to especially the mega world owned places like 14 months advance or something like that or 8 months advance the bus apartment you get, when you get an apartment it's 2 months advance 2 months deposit ganyan. yeah and this these places are like 14 8 to 14 months advance like you lost money already. You haven't opened yet, right? Holy shit, buddy. Oh, my yep, God. Yep, yep, yep. It's not easy uh, being in the food business, man. Wow. And, you know... And a lot of people are realizing it the hard way. Wow. And that's really... That's really, aside from, you know, seeing my friends... Uh, you know, reuniting with friends. The food scene is what I look forward to when I go to the Philippines. But now it's like, you know, it it's uh, like you said, ninety eight point five. It's like wow, that's they've been decimated. That's decimated, man. Um, no, ninety eight point five here in here in here in Burgos, Poblacion area. Oh yeah, in yeah, other yeah. places, in Dinaman. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Like for example, uh, last time we spoke, I was on my way to to Binondo, right? Right. So I went to Binondo, and you know, I I brought along a friend. I want to show him around. Well, alright, it's useless. I couldn't do the same tour I did as I did with you back then. Oh my god! Because you know, a lot of these places are like open, open, but there's no dine in, right? So you're buying it. And, and getting it from in a supot, right? Yeah. Like, I don't want to eat in the side of holding a supot, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the same here, um, but they've they've uh, they've they've started opening uh, indoor, uh, but but fifty percent. Uh, some are hundred percent already, um, because the the vaccination rate is is high. But, but there are still people who are just hard-headed with with vaccines. I, oh my, it's just weird. But, um, oh yeah. But like like a lot of restaurants have been have have closed. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna be weird, man. It's like the comeback, and then. People are gonna want to. I I uh, I've been watching uh, movies in the theater, but since a lot of people have been are are still wary of going to the theater, mm. the, the the movies I've been watching, it's it practically empty. It's like me and maybe two other parties. In, in the you know two other couples, and the theater's empty, and I'm watching this this movie in the theater, and it you know it's just ibang classing theater man. It's just something else when you're there, and the and the sound system is uh, is, mm. is 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 just it's just it's just intense and clear, and it makes everything. Great man, it just, it just doesn't compare when you watch during quarantine. You know, we've watched movies on you know streaming, but mm. going back to the theater, it's like wow, you know, it's really it's really something else, and uh, it's been it's been cool because I've been seeing, like I said, mo- these movies and. Uh, in empty theaters, which is cool, man. It's so nice when you're when you have the theater to yourself. What, what was the last one you watched? Uh, what was the last movie you watched? Shit. The in a theater. One, in a theater, uh, I've I saw the Angelina Jolie one in the theater. Uh, Those who wish me dead. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, don't you wish me dead? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's, it's still uh, bitten. It's still bitten, though. I feel it's bitten. It's bitten, right? It's like parang. Do you see it? That's did it. Watch, That's what happened? Kulang oh. parang yun. Oh, did you yeah, watch it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, but then what else can you know? What else can you do? It's a forest fire, you know. <laughs> you know, everything burns. So that, that was a cool thing. 
I don't know if that's CGI or some parts of it. They really did set fire in a, to a forest. But I'm galing, you know. I don't know, man. I couldn't tell. Or, I, mean, or I don't know. I don't know how they did it. No, I. I, <laughs> I mean, that's freaking illegal, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> you can't just start a fire pile for for a movie, dude. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, yeah, that's all CGI. We're from Hollywood. <laughs> We're paying. <laughs> And uh, here it's summer again. Summer starting, and uh, that's when it's wow. fires. When it's fire season again, and uh, hopefully, that's right. The, cra- the crazy people don't set fire to these places, man. Because these trees that are uh, thousands of years old have been lost in the last uh, last year. Um, of forest fires here in, in uh, California, and uh, these are like sequoias. Mm. These are giants, you know, skyscraper wow. skyscrapers, yeah, yeah, you know, and thousands of years old, and they were burned, burned to the burned to the ground, lost forever, man. I mean, of course, that's sad, man. The forest will always regrow, but those trees. Mm. Which were thousands of years old, were just gone in in a flash, you know, literally a flash mm. of fire, you know, yeah. because yeah. some yeah. some stupid idiot decided to, you know. But you know, some of it is 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 uh, on purpose, but uh, some of it uh, is also um, accidental, and uh, you know, it just. It's just uh, some of them is natural, right? Which is a way of nature. Like yeah, like, some like of some of it is divine. yeah, some of it is natural, like especially like a lightning strike. You know, that's what mm. happened there in that movie. The mm. those who wish me dead. You know, it was they were running away. Uh, spoiler alert: <laughs> they were running away from lightning strikes. You know. No, I mean, I mean, I was, I was in, I was in, uh, in a, in a town near the Amazon when during the, the the Amazon fire, and it was sad, man. It was really sad, you know. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. That, that same year, I was there. Yeah, that same, that same week or or month. Yeah. Oh my god! After or before? During, during. Holy shit! What what uh, what were you doing there? <laughs> I was researching food, man. I was doing my my annual, you know, country, national food of of other countries, you know, like hands on, face to face, not Google, not Wikipedia, hands on. Nice. When was this? Uh, it was nineteen, right? Amazon fire, the huge one. Is that is that when you came to the states also? No, that's a different trip, right? No, the states thing was oh, was so long ago, man. That was ten. Oh, was wow. eleven years ago already. Last Dude, time, you gotta when, come back, man. We gotta. Yeah, I know. Shit, man. I know, I know. Food trip, pare. Oh, remember when we we met you? you we met at that uh, hole in the wall uh, strip mall. Uh, well, it's a hole in the wall in a strip mall, uh, Mexican cantina. Oh gosh! Uh, 
I still have the photo. I think I sent it to you. I'll find it. I'll find it somewhere. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, re- I, I need my memory refreshed on that one. Um, 2010, man. Shit. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> there's a. Uh, it, it's weird. Uh, well, in here in Orange County, um, there wasn't a lot of closures, I guess because I guess because like yeah, like a Chinese restaurant like Sam Wu, they have uh, a loyal mm-hmm. following that will always order their Chinese food from that place. So even though it's just takeout during the pandemic, you know, they'll survive. But it's the it's the mom and pop stores, especially the ones that were the businesses that had just started right before the <laughs> right before the pandemic, you know, and they got caught right there as they were starting their business. Oh my God, that that must have been oh, I can't I can't uh I just I, I just feel fortunate that you know, nothing. You know, I kept I kept myself and the people around me safe during the pandemic, and even during now, it's still a pandemic. You know, it's still going on, and uh, yeah, man. How's the dining scene there in in your in in OC? Well, like I now. said, uh, yeah, now it's like there's a lot of indoor. It's mostly indoor now. Uh, because they really uh, made a point of the vaccinations. It was like a mega vaccination mm-hmm. event here in California, man. Especially the first ones who got it were the uh, the frontline workers. You know, nurses, doctors, and all of that, uh, firemen, police, whatever, what have you. And then next up were uh, uh, seniors, sixty-five and over. And and then uh, I got I got uh, a chance to do it because I'm a caregiver, and um, so mm. I got both. Um, by the end of March, I was fully vaccinated already, so I was fortunate to That's get cool. Yeah, to get that. Very fortunate, man. And uh, so How many now, shots? two shots. Yeah, two shots. Um, two weeks in between. And uh, and now mm. the the situation now with the vaccines is that is that now everyone knows, now we all know that all the old people here in California, you know, I'm just talking locally, California, have been vaccinated. Because now, there's you can get the vaccine anywhere already now for free. In the, in the, in the grocery, if your grocery mm. store has a pharmacy, they're giving away COVID-19 vaccines. You know, it's like a, it's already available like a flu shot you know uh which is great cool cool yeah which is great 
And now Link. that they have so much supply of the Pfizer, is that they're going to start giving, I think, a billion doses around the world because there's so much supply of it, you know. So the Biden administration it expires, is giving, and it expires. That's why they have, they're, they're giving it away, uh, which is great too. You know, it's like there's no, it's mm. you know, I, I, you know, I don't want to make it political that it's Biden do who who's doing it, but it is it is his administration that's doing it. You know, they're sharing the vaccine instead mm. of instead of trying to make a profit. You know. And I'm sure if the last president is, was still president now, oh my God, I can't just imagine what I can't imagine what what would be happening now if Trump was still up there. It would have been it would be mayhem by now. Well, I'm, good, I'm sure. good riddance, right? Yeah, good riddance, really. But the food scene, it's coming back. Uh, Los Angeles was the one that was really hit because first of all, it's mm. really expensive there. <laughs> it's so expensive to live there. Mm. Um, the homeless uh, situation, homeless people is, is, is not even at the breaking point anymore. It, it's already broken. It's already, it's already, it's like, it's like unsolvable. It's like there's no end at the light of you know there's no light at the end of the tunnel, and that's so bad, man. I'm like I haven't been yeah. to LA since and the tunnel the, collapsed. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I haven't been to Los Angeles even way before the the pandemic started, maybe two months before the lockdown. No, that was the last time I was there, and you know. You could, I could just, you could, you could see uh, tents on the sidewalk. Everywhere you drive, there's a tent here, tent there. There's a row of tents, and now it's just, it's just has ballooned exponentially and out of control, and they're everywhere. And I, I don't, I don't want to go to Los Angeles because I don't want to see. Oh my God, you know. So I'm gonna just stay here in Orange County and and uh, enjoy the food here, but uh, but I did find, dude, I found my favorite sandwich, you know, my my favorite restaurant sandwich, which is it's called it's 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 served at a place called R and D Kitchen R and D okay. Kitchen. Yeah. Um, yeah, research, and research it's called, yeah, yeah. Oh, re, oh, is that what it means? Okay, cool. And they have, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. On the, chefs do that, we, we do RD. <laughs> uh -huh, okay, so, so it's probably a play, a, on, a play on that, a play on that, yeah. They have a, they have a small menu, uh, maybe. 15, uh, you know, items at the most, you know. And they have something mm. called Ding's Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Oh, my God. 
Okay. That is my favorite sandwich. <laughs> my favorite restaurant sandwich. It's uh it's it's on it's a it's a deep fried chicken sandwich breast. And uh you mm-hmm. know with the with the crunchy you know with the crunchy crunch. And uh they right. they they make this coleslaw. This they they make this really good coleslaw, and uh, it's there on the sandwich. And then there's a slice of Swiss cheese, and uh, what else? Maybe something else. And the bread, you know the you know there's there's it, there's butter on top. You know it's it's coated with butter, mm. and, and toasted, and it's. Oh, is it is it a burger bun? It's a burger, burger bun. bun. It's, a, it's a burger bun. It's probably. Mm. I, I'm, I'm guessing it's, so a, it's a brioche. brioche. Yeah, it's a brioche. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, cool. And uh, it's 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 so fucking. It's so fucking delicious, man. It's my favorite sandwich. And then I also found. Uh, do you remember that? Uh, in in. Uh, in uh, in S was it Schumart SM in Makati where that uh, not Dulcinea but the other one there was a there was a restaurant in I'm not sure if it's SM Makati or Rustans but it was like a French rest French mm. kind of French restaurant. And it was like a really small. Yeah, one. I know what you like, mean. Yeah, blue, you know, blue, white, it, and yellow. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, they had the yeah. best chicken salad sandwich, man. Hey, sisters and brothers, I have a new sponsor, my friends Gary and Marilou from AlkalineWaterSoGood.com. They are international Kangen water distributors. Kangen water is delicious water created from. Enagic's innovative water technology. Enagic is a 56-year-old Japanese company with 40 offices in 23 countries, including an office in Manila and eight offices in the U.S. And it is the leading manufacturer of alkaline ionizers and water filtration machines in the world. Not only do these devices filter your tap water, but they also produced ionized alkaline and acidic waters through electrolysis. These waters can be used for various purposes, including drinking, cooking, beauty, and cleaning. Can you imagine never buying bottled water again? The plastic and bottled water often contains BPA and other chemicals, which are proven to be hazardous to your health. And how much fun is it lugging cases of it from the market, recycling it, and you know... Plastic is an environmental nightmare. According to Gary, it's also a great way to add an additional income stream. He's been selling machines for over 12 years internationally, and everyone needs the healthiest water in the world. So, folks, if you have any questions about Kangen Water, check out their website at alkalinewatersogood.com. That's alkalinewatersogood.com. Or you can email them at Gary at garyballen.com and then yeah i remember that i forgot the name yeah but i remember remember that the chef was my friend oh really 
You remember the chicken sandwich, right? I remember chicken that. Chicken salad remember sandwich. That. So anyway, uh, mm, here mm. in here in in, uh, in uh, there's this department store store called Bloomingdale's. I'm sure you know Bloomingdale's. They have a they have a cafe and restaurant mm. in the store, and their chicken salad sandwich there tastes exactly like the one there in in Rostands, in that, in that one. I'm like, oh, but of course it's twice the size, you know, it's California size. So, but, <laughs> but it, it, it reminded me of it. It was like, wow, that's it, man. That's like the one, you know, like the one in, uh, in, uh, from my childhood days. Shit. One of my, I, I, I had one of my fantastic, you know, probably, in my top five, top ten sandwiches in my life, was there in LA, and I think it was Alameda, along Alameda. Uh-huh. It's Philippe, the original. Have you heard of them? And it's a French dip sandwich. So it's like, uh, it's like a roast beef sandwich. It is a roast beef sandwich. Oh yeah, yeah, with yeah. With smothered onions, and then they put it inside the bread. And then they dip the whole thing in, in super beef broth thing and it's dripping. Yeah. Including the bread, huh? including the bun. Yeah, yeah. It's so messy and like it's like French onion soup in bread form. Oh, oh damn. Shit, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's food, man. That's food. That's real food. Yeah. Shit. And there's man. like four of them fighting with the original along that strip, yeah. Galeng, galeng. Yeah, just, so, just like, so anyway, just like there's two guys in, in uh, yeah, in Tel Aviv no, fighting for who's who's the original hummus guy and falafel guy. It was like, <laughs> and they're like almost across each other, and you know, and they're both fantastic, right? I think Bourdain covered in one of his shows. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Bourdain, there's going to be a uh, uh, a documentary coming out. Um, based on Bourdain. Well, not big, ba- yeah, based on him. And, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Saw, I, I saw the title and I was pissed when I saw the title because that was, uh, when I was, you know, I, again, in my pharmaceutically enhanced childhood or teenage years, uh, one of the, I, I made a TV series, right? It's called the Roadrunner series, right? Right, and then and then now I see <laughs> the Bourdain show is Roadrunner. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oil, oil. But mine was a little bit more X file. Mine was a little bit more X fileish, right? Like like these guys were like you know this 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 artist you know, and then he's, he works in an ad agency. Parang yun ang be the guy in my in my in my art in my TV series thing, and then. And then he's he's you know he's with his girl and they were trapped when they went out of the parking lot. Uh, suddenly <laughs> the the sky was flashing green, green lightning all over, and it was so hot. You know, cars are blowing up because of the heat. You know, like super apocalypse scene the thing. Yeah. And then uh, end of end of that episode, on TV series, eh? end of the episode was they were trapped inside the photocopier. <laughs> So it was it was freaking like it was really like you know stoner uh, X Files thing. 
Oh my god. Is that is that anywhere on online? No, that's my original thing. I wrote that when I was in I don't know high school or college or oh, no 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 X Files ne uh, before X no before X Files before X Files uh, I think I think college or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I never wasted my you know my stoned my stoned days and nights, man. I, I always did something. I had to write something. I had to play something uh-huh. you know, or whatever or draw something or paint something. And the following morning, I'll wake up and said, "Fuck! I did that." But I'm gonna do it. Like, okay, <laughs> I wouldn't just stand by, you know, and then just watch watch cars go by like a dog with his head out the car window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, going anyway, back we survived, to right? Yeah, going back to me turning fifty. So I had yeah. to, uh, you know, the last time. When I mean, when we were speaking on Messenger, um, you know, I had to alter my diet a bit uh, because I, I I have uh, high blood pressure and I have to try my best to wow. minimize that thing. You know, it's hereditary. Um, mm. And uh, a lot of uh, one big uh, factor is meat, as you know, meat, red meat. So I really had to uh, uh, stop eating meat for the most part, especially during the because especially during the lockdown, um, there was nothing to do, nowhere to go. There was only takeout, so uh, it would be just burgers and pastrami sandwiches and you know and and uh so i'm like i gotta stop doing that and i guess i gotta start exercising and and uh uh, Mm. and yeah so i haven't you know i stopped i stopped the burgers no more pastrami sandwiches uh for a long time you know and then if it's there, I don't need it. And uh, so, yeah, so I've, and then with, with, uh, I switched to basmati rice, you know, to lessen the sugar and, uh, and, and, and whatnot. So I have altered my diet a bit. And uh, it's cool, man, because there's a lot, that's a thing here in the States, there's a lot of options. And they, they try to make it as tasty as mm-hmm. possible. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so far. So, you know, that's my... So far, it's working. Well, yeah, I've been also, you know, I've, I have started um, walking like three-mile walks every day. Um, and as every day as I possibly can. So if if there's nothing that day that's important enough for me to miss a walk, I'm gonna walk. So so I'm just I'm just uh, I, I I've 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 altered my lifestyle a bit, and uh, and it's not just and it's and for me it's not just a it's not just a uh, a passing thing anymore that I might give up. It, it's going to be this time around, it's going to be more of my lifestyle. 
if that makes any sense, you know, part of my life actually not, I'm not just doing this to lose weight. I'm actually doing this to live longer, you know, and, or, or, or live, uh, yeah. live a, just live a healthy life, you know, and, uh, and, uh, live better. Yeah. Live better. Live better. Yeah. You know, and, uh, the, one of the, good things about it is that uh like uh indian food is really good <laughs> so so mm -hmm. you know there's very not a good lot, it's mm -hmm. very good and there's not a lot of meat uh, in, in those dishes especially uh and you 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 recommended some like uh what was that the lentils the dal that that's pretty good yes that's amazing That's amazing. All, all, all pulses and grains, you know, this, this old world. We have to remember that, you know, the old world, old world uh, diets, all the diets of the old world uh, and their cuisines and their ingredients are far more um, not only sustainable, uh, not only uh, uh, safer for the, for the, for the, um, Ecology, economy, uh, also in a in a in a in a you know in a foot to the grounds, feet on the ground sense. Uh, Satan, you know, all of us, right? I mean, mm -hmm. we were really built for, like, you can see our our teeth, right? Our teeth, our bodies. You know, we're standing up. You know, we don't really have fur uh, to survive winters and, and shit like that. So yeah. we're really like plant eaters, man. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not like. I'm not saying promoting like everybody should go vegan. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying is widen, widen your approach to food, right? Uh, open your eyes to like, you know, I mean, okay, not everybody has a Bible or would, would dare touch a Bible. But if you look at it, all the, all the food mentioned there during that time, and I'm saying this for historical purposes, not, not for religious purposes. Um, Are all are all old world grains and pulses and you know breaking bread you know I mean flat yeah. breads right yeah. unleavened bread you know so so there's no sugar there's no yeast right so so it's basically uh, and it's 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 whole wheat right I mean there was no nothing yeah. processed back then yeah and 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 dals and lentils and chickpeas and mung beans and And be, kidney beans, you know, I mean, and corn, of course, you know, the, the American Indian corn varieties are amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's so many beautiful grains out there, man. And they're, they're like, a lot of them are uh, 20 times uh, higher in protein than, than, than meat, you know, weight per weight. Cool, man. You know, like a, a kilo of beef versus a kilo of garbanzos. You know, I mean, there's 20 times more protein in a kilo of garbanzos than beef, right? Yeah, that's right. So, what's a good? Uh, yeah, what's a good? What's a good? What's a good simple thing you can tell me I can do with garbanzos? Yeah, man, get a blender and make some hummus, man. <laughs> you know, in right? uh, yeah, well, it's it's way it's way better than mayo. Right, I mean, no, yeah, it, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, you compare yeah. mayo and, and hummus, hummus, I mean, that's like that's like 
man, that's like uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix versus, uh, I don't know, like uh, one guy from One Direction, you know, something like that. But, uh, really? <laughs> you don't even have to compare. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so how, so, so, like, I get a, a can of garbanzos, drain it or what? Put it in the blender. Drain it, uh, or but don't throw away the 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 liquid the liquid in the can. Save it, uh-huh. and I'll tell you later. Um, of, and I think these canned ones always have the garbanzos with their skin still on, so yeah. you have to remove the skin. That you have to throw away, and then the cheek the the, the peeled chickpeas you toss them in a the blender with olive oil, garlic. Lemon juice. Uh, you can zest some lemons in there as well. Uh, maybe a teaspoon of tahini, which is a sesame paste, white sesame paste, and then um, tahini, uh, salt, pepper, and a, a huge chunk. Yeah, and a huge chunk. Man, tahini is like um, wow. It's like the Marlon Brando of peanut butters, man. It's like amazing. Oh, really? Tahini. If peanut butter was a Yeah, if peanut butter was like uh, I don't know uh, Denzel Washington, the tahini is like Marlon Brando or one of those guys, right up there. Holy shit! Robert De Niro, it, siguro ganon. Wait, is that the yeah. brand or is that the the the? What, what, That's the what's product. The... It's a sesame white sesame seed paste. Oh, gosh! Where can I find that in the Asian yeah, yeah. store? Asian stores, man. You can buy it in Whole Foods. You can buy it in Asian stores. It's so popular. It's, I mean, everybody's oh. doing hummus, right? So, And then you throw in a lot of parsley and you blitz it. And then it's really up to you to personalize it. Like you want it tangy or you want it more nutty. Yeah. Nutty, you add more tahini. Um, garlicky, you more garlic. Uh, more, uh, you want it pesto-ish, you add basil instead of parsley. It's really up to you. Ah. There's a there's a restaurant yeah. uh, here, uh, Mediterranean style. It's called Panini Grill, and uh, they have uh, mm. on their menu they have something called the Hummus Trio, and it's a uh, it's a basket of okay. of, uh, of of pita bread, and uh, three styles of hummus, and then they have the regular one, the chickpea hummus, and then they have red beet hummus and they have edamame mm-hmm. hummus mm-hmm. oh my god the edamame Ooh, is so yeah. it's so sarap dude the edamame one the green one the beet one is 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 good they're all good that. they're all good they're all good yeah this this colored hummus came out during the early 2000s or late late 90s um when um it was the time when river cafe of London came out where uh-huh. Jamie Oliver came out of and, uh-huh. and they were the ones who were doing a lot of uh, putting Middle Eastern and Mediterranean food into a mainstream upper level restaurant scene, right? Or, 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 or environment. And then everybody was like, eat, trying to eat healthy because of this and that. And it was moving away from the Japanese diet. So Mediterranean diet now. And, you know, I mean, I'm happy for these trends. But then again, it just boils down to one thing. Old world, right? Yeah. Everything old world diet is amazing. It's amazing. Even Pinoy. You know, yeah. old world diets of Pinoy. We were plant eaters, man. Yeah. The, the Spaniards brought the that white pig. 
You know, we had we had baboy damo. We had four kinds of baboy damo, right? Right. We had four different uh, species of baboy damo, uh-huh. and then the Spaniards brought in the white pig and everything and that. Yeah. Yeah, we have what mongo, and you have to remember mongo, and you have to remember, man, 600 AD before the Spaniards arrived, two thirds of the country was Hindu. Yeah. Right. It was not. Yeah, even even the word Visayas came from a word that is Hindu, right? Oh. And when you when you speak to an Indian friend, when you speak now, if you have Indian friends, you ask them what is hey brother, uh, what is brother, what is pare, it's bai, b a i, right? And in, uh-huh. in in the Visayas, the Visayan word for pare is bai. Yeah, bai. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, interesting. That's why we have lemongrass, turmeric, galangal. You know, we have all these flavors and colors and anato seeds and chili yeah. and, um, and leaves, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like my my uh, my grandma used to, uh, well, my, my aunt now does it, uh, Paella Valenciana. But, yeah, and they use turmeric mm-hmm. you know and it's it's a recipe from their cool. you know from where they're from in in negros so nice yeah and that's not spanish you know that's that's uh that's indian no no turmeric. no that's ayurvedic man <laughs> yeah ayurvedic yeah exactly. that's ayurvedic medicine already yeah yeah you know i mean okay um You've, you've turned 50. I'm older by four years. Um, there's other people, rockers around the world listening right now or friends, friends of rock, friends of metal. And we're all turning that page, that five zero number. And all <laughs> I can say is as we grow older, as we grow older, um, let us just remember that our friends, our food friends are, Sour, hot, which is maanghang, uh-huh. slimy, and that's it, right? And bitter, of course. And our enemies are sweet and salty. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. Among the flavors. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's easier. It, it would be easier for everybody if they used taste or flavors as a reference to their diet rather than in... Okay, You know, a lot of people are doing it per, per ingredient. Like you said, you're shifting to basmati rice and pulses of grains. Okay. But again, for me, I, 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 it's just a tip, you know, take it or leave it. It's easier if you use that reference uh, uh, in, a more, in a broader sense, like, you know, sweet and salty. Basically, that's bawal yeah. or age. Uh, even for kids, right? Like potato chips or whatever that has everything. It has both sweet and salty, right? Yeah. Um, and then everything bitter is healthy, right? Ampalaya, all these things, right? Um, everything slimy or mucilaginous like okra, alugbati, or any of that sort, uh-huh. again, which is very Indian or, or, or and or Ayurvedic, is very healthy. Yeah. Um Man. Uh, Manghang is very healthy. Manghang. I mean, look at these countries with the, with very hot cuisine. Look at them. Look at them. Look at the countries with 
with spicy cuisine versus countries with zero spice. Yeah. Right? I mean, look at look at Sri Lanka, look at uh, look at Mexico, look at uh, Malaysia, Indonesia, uh, Singapore, uh, 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 the parts of China where it's manghang, right? Uh, stuff like that. And then you you know like one lemon, one vit- one lemon of vitamin C, right? Yeah. You compare one lemon, and then you compare one red bell pepper. One red, the red one, the red bell pepper contains six vitamin C's of lemon times six. Wow, really? And that's only the one red bell pepper. Yeah, because we can't, we can't live on, we can't live on avoiding carbs and avoiding beef or meat alone. We have to go for vitamin C, vitamin D, B, A, and all these things naturally, not yeah. from a tablet, right? Right. And then here comes the, here comes the, the, the big bang. One silly. You know the, the Thai chili, the red chili yeah. we have? That's equivalent to 20 lemons of vitamin C. Oh my god. Right? So Damn. So I'd rather have one chili than fucking eat 20 lemons, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it makes life more fun, you know. Um so, yeah, so these things, you know. Yeah, old world food, man. And um yeah, and and I um, you should uh, please guide me on how to, you know, because I don't wanna, uh, I wanna season my food, but I don't wanna use a lot of salt. I'm really trying my best to avoid salt, mm. like you said, salt and sweet, mm. not good. So right, right you right. know, but then, then I'm. I'm you know, in my mind and what I've seen on YouTube, the next best thing would be to cook with vinegar. So what, what, mm. what, what you have in mind? Okay. Vinegar as an acid is healthy also in certain amounts. Uh, well, there's two sources of acids in cooking basic uh, uh, basic sources of acid in cooking and in cuisine. And one of them are the fermented ones, which are the vinegars, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, the other side are the natural fruit acids, like lemon juice, calamansi juice, you know, quince, um, and whatnot, like, you know, sour strawberries or blueberries. Yeah. And so they have characters, the fermented ones, the vinegars, they have a darker, more looming, kind of Sabbath Aussie kind of acidity. <laughs> right? And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fruit acids are like the very bright, uh, modern studio produced and mixed uh, surfing with the alien Satriani kind of okay. thing. Right? So I got it. both I got are it. healthy, yeah. but the effects are. The effects are really different, you know. The effects when you use them uh-huh. are very, very different when it comes to flavor and smell and sense. You know, the it, it's one thing, right? The nose and the mouth is just basically one co one two co departments working together, right? right? Without the nose, there's no taste. Right. Without the mouth crushing everything to to have the 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 atoms exploding up to the nasal cavities. Yeah. The nose wouldn't have anything. So they're working together. 
Um, so to replace salt, you use acid as one, or you use spices, right? Dried spices. Um, a lot of people have, I mean, most people, most people in the world, I mean, not just in this, not just in this country, and it's really, really um, taken for granted. Uh, dried food, right? Uh-huh. Dried food is, we're going to segue to dried food now to give you an idea. We'll get back to your answers on seasoning. Um, it's five to ten times stronger than its fresh equivalent, right? Like, for example, the chiles of Mexico, there's about, you know, um, 300 to 400 varieties of chiles in Mexico alone, right? That's fresh. It's not even dried. So let's say, let's say, uh, what's a common chili, Mexican chili? Jalapeno. Yeah. When it's fresh, it's called jalapeno. It's used differently. It looks different. It's distinct uh, appearance. It tastes different. Uh, it smells different. It's used differently in cooking and in food. When you dry it, it becomes chipotle. Right? Uh, so it's, okay. not, it's not jalapeno anymore. So it's a, it's a new personality, right? So it's, right. it looks different, smells different, tastes different, and it's used differently in cooking and in food. Yeah. So uh, that's, that, that's one aspect of drying. The other aspect of drying is those spices and those uh, 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 plants, uh, dried mushrooms are stronger in flavor, more umami than the fresh ones with loads of wood, 90% water. So if you use the, if you, if you blitz in a blender or in a, in a very strong blender or food processor and create mushroom powder, for example, of different mushroom types, you actually have a powder that you can season your food with to make it beefier, uh, having a, a bigger punch to flavor without having salt. Yeah. That's one. Which you can't achieve with fresh mushrooms. So drying things actually elevates, amplifies flavor and ah. creates actually a new, a new profile of flavor that doesn't exist and never existed in its fresh equivalent. Yeah. Like Toyo, for example, the, the dried fish, right? Right. You know, how can you even compare a fresh tilapia to a, a dried tilapia or dying yeah, in yeah. a mango store or whatever, right? So it's a totally new world of flavor. So so if you use these dried products and you, you make powders out of them and then like paprika, for example, it's bell pepper, right? Okay. It's just bell pepper. But it doesn't okay. look and taste and smell like bell pepper, right? Oh. Um, yeah. So, and it, it gives your food a false sweetness. There are sweet spices. We, we categorize them as sweet, like uh, cloves. Um, if you want to create fake sweetness in your food or in your beverage yeah. without adding sugar. Um, yeah, that one, cloves, cinnamon, uh, nutmegs, uh, mace. Um, cloves are beautiful, man. Cloves. I gotta... Christmas wouldn't be Christmas without cloves. Shit. So how can I? I want to get into cloves. Yeah. And it's interesting to me. How do? What can I do with that? I mean, for everyday food, whatever. Cloves are. 
of clothes. Um, they can work alone in itself. Um, for example, you want to you you make a... You can eat the clove? You can't eat the clove in itself. It's so powerful, man. It's just too powerful. Um, okay. It's like freaking a kryptonite of false sweetness, you know? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, yeah. It's super strong. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, I mean, nature has given us all these flavors, and we really have to look into that, you know? I mean, not everything is a, it's a grilled ribeye, you know? <laughs> There's so much things out there. No, that's why. That's why. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, like I don't. Uh, I have to think of something other than ribeye or burgers or stuff like that because I know there's yeah. a whole, a whole universe of flavor that's just waiting out there that's healthy. Yeah, at the same time. Mm, so that's true, and sustainable, right? And sustainable. You know, it it, it has to be. You know, I think. Yeah, it's, it's basically, I mean, everything we do is for our benefit. But what if we start doing actions where every action benefits not only us, but also the source? Yeah. And what I'm trying to say here is uh, we don't get it from a factory. We get it from a halaman, right? Yeah. We, we trim a leaf in a plant with some of its leaves, you know, we trim it off. And when you trim a, a trim a plant with its leaves, it will regrow and get bigger. So it's actually beneficial, right? Yeah. So where you come from, Silay or Negros or Iloilo or Bacolod, you have some of the best souring agents I, I have ever seen in, and tried in my life. Like yeah. Batuan, Libas. Batuan. You know Libas, right? Yeah. Yeah. You've heard of libas, libas, right? The huge leaf. It's yeah, a yeah, super yeah. maasim leaf. Yeah. So and you use that for pata. So how about how, going back to cloves? How can I? Uh, where can I cook cloves with? Or how does that? How? How Clo- can I use cloves? Okay, cloves, <laughs> cloves. If you want to make, how can you use? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, put down the, the joint <laughs> and listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, cloves, cloves, you know, when you want to make tea, you boil a bag of tea, you put, you throw in some cinnamon, you throw in some cloves, you know, okay. and you can put almond milk or, you know, whatever. Like the famous chai, you know, the chai of, the, of India, the fantastic milk tea of India. Yeah. And for me, it's the best milk tea in the world. Uh-huh. That's basically cooking tea in a kawali with cloves and cinnamon. More cloves than cinnamon and star anise. Um, that's one. In drinks, you can steep it. You can, you can make a fruit punch, you know. You just throw in. You can make coolers with alcohol, uh, with wine or, or, or gin or whatever, uh-huh. and then add juice and then throw in some cloves inside and some mint leaves. Instead and of even sugar. some paragon. Oh, it's beautiful, man. Yeah, and then you model it like a mojito, and then you put in the cloves, you know, with the cloves and everything in it. Right. And you don't need sugar. You just put the fruits in it. You just model the fruits, the apples, the pears, blueberries, or whatever, the oranges, which you have a lot of in, in California. You're a fruit uh, state, right? Oh, yeah, man. There's so much fruit. There you go. Yeah, so so 
And if you if you have time to look for a for, to look for uh, strange um, traditions in New Orleans, uh-huh. there was a there there is it's still existing. There is a you know New Orleans is very uh, upscale also in terms of dining that they're very Frenchified, they're very Francophiles. Yeah, um, there are they are Francophiles. Um, and they have, but then again, they have voodoo and they hate and the Haitian thing going on and the black thing going on. Yeah. And they have this, they have this, they have this drink, which is, uh, it's actually a health, a health drink where an orange is started with, I think 70 or 40 cloves. Wow. Just stab it with 40 cloves. And you dunk you dunk it in rum or something or or, or whatever whatever liquid you want to use, and then you you boil it slowly, and then you leave it for I think a month, and then you have this amazing orange clove drink, wow. and it's a very it's a very I think it's eighteen hundreds I think it's it I think it was during Napoleon's time, uh. And and they found something similar in some mountains in France, so you see a connection there. Really, really strange connection. Wow. Yeah. So you can also make powder. You can also get. You can also like get a mortar and pestle, or you get one of those. Uh, um, the fantastic uh, metate, you know metate, right? The fantastic uh, uh, mortar and pestle of of the Mexicans, and then you you just grind your own clove powder. And you can use it for stir fries, for fried rice, for chickens, for vegetables, and create a false sweetness. Instead of adding sugar to Chinese or Asian food, yeah. use cloves. Use the sweet spices. So how will yeah. how, how, can how, how can I use that for fried rice? You just, you know, you make fried rice. I said there's always, because the Chinese fried, commercial Chinese fried rice always uses a pinch of sugar and, a, and, and chicken powder, right? That's everywhere in their dishes, you know, all dishes. Yeah, all, all uh, you know, beef and broccoli, chicken powder and sugar. Uh, fried rice, chicken powder and sugar, whatever. Sweet and sour chicken, <laughs> chicken powder and, and, and sugar. So, oh no, I'm God. not kidding. I'm not kidding. Yeah, it's everywhere. Okay. So, so instead of using those two, you have, instead of using those two, one is processed, one is deadly. Sugar is deadly, chicken powder is processed. Then, might as well use... A pinch of cloves, uh, you know, like ground cloves. A pinch of, uh, you know, put chili in there, of course, or vitamin C and for flavor. And maybe you can experiment with various types of chili because yeah. there's chili. Um, they all have different characteristics, you know, like some are like citrusy, some are like uh, oaky, some are like parang amoy baol, uh, some are like uh, very <laughs> nutty, like nutmeg or, or even coconut smell. Yeah, all chilies have different characteristics, man, and galing personalities. Yeah, I mean it's 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 harder than wine to study, and I think you know. I mean, first of all, it's so maanghang. Before you can study like twenty chilies, you're already you know lost half your face, you know. So, I mean, I'm still at that stage of uh, you know. of uh, seasoning, you know, uh, trying different mm. things other than salt. And uh, 
Uh, mm. I use Mrs. Dash. You know Mrs. Dash? No. What's that? Oh, you don't know that? It's like a, it's like a salt substitute, and it's like a mix of all these different spices in one bottle. So when you, you know, wow, and you can whatever sprinkle it on, mm. you know, if you're seasoning whatever, or put it on rice and, mm. yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. So so, yeah. My suggestion to you is basically, uh, again, take it or leave it. Right. Not just for you and but for also for the listeners as well. Yeah. You know, buy a mortar and pestle, man. Buy the whole buy the whole spice. Or or better yet, buy a four hundred peso or five hundred peso, which is what, like ten dollars, less nine dollars. Uh buy a coffee grinder. You know, the, the bean grinder. Put the right. whole the, the cinnamons and the cloves and the star anise in there and the and the black peppers and just create your own spice blends. Wow. Don't don't buy the dry ones, you know. I mean, they're already dead. Yeah, they're already, they're already dead before you bought them. Oh, okay, okay, because, okay. Uh, the finer, yeah, because ground things like ground meat, ground pork, ground beef, uh, ground anything, uh, mm-hmm. they actually have more surface areas exposed to air. That means they've already lost their essence. That right. means they spoil faster, right? Just like mashed right. potato would spoil faster than a whole potato, a whole boiled potato. Uh-huh. So, I mean, just buy a coffee grinder, man, and just grind it yourself. That's right. right that's right. That's a really Don't good... Don't be surprised. I mean, instead of, you know, I'm sorry, McCormick, you just lost your business. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool with me because now... Because now I have a reason to actually go out and look for those spices that are, you know, fresh and not uh, ground, which is what is in the, mm. you know, the the kitchen cabinet. It's all this ground pepper. Oh, my God, I can't stand ground pepper. I have to have the the one that has a pepper grinder. That's, you know, I can't have ground pepper. pepper. Mill. Yeah, the pepper mill, yeah. Mm. But, yeah, that, that idea of a coffee grinder, that's that's cool. You can just mix all of them and make your own thing. Mm. And you can dry things as well, man. You know, I mean, now it's summer there. You know, just buy fruits like strawberries or blueberries. If they're cheap, like uh-huh. let's say what what's in season now, summer. You you buy all the fruits, right? That's in season now. Yeah, yeah. You slice them or yeah. you, if they're small, just leave them whole. Yeah. Yeah, you just, you just lay them under the sun for several days. And then once they're dry, put them in your coffee grinder. Now you have a strawberry powder. Now you have a blueberry powder or an oh, apple powder. Oh. And then you season your juices or your you season your uh, uh, cream or your even even uh, feta. You know, even even white white cheese like feta or or or, or ricotta or anything. You just sprinkle these fruit things, fruit powders. Add a dash of honey or whatever. Uh-huh. Oh man, that's amazing. That's so natural and so amazing. So when you, you can when dry you dry, anything. So when you dry it under the sun, it's just exposed in the air. No, you don't put it in plastic or anything. Yeah. No, no, no. It's gonna sweat. It's gonna create molds, fungus. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So you just leave it, leave it out in the sun. It has to be open. Leave it out in the sun until it's wrinkled and dry and like with the, the duro brittle. Wow. 
Okay yun ah. Gosh, that's a good idea. Oh my God. Diba? Yeah. Like, and any, eh, is this any kind of fruit, do you think? Yeah. Even melons, man. Even pakwan. You know? Wow. Man, and and not only will, will it be healthier, again, going back to what we were talking about earlier, dried forms of, of the original fresh ones yeah. are five to ten times stronger in flavor. Yeah. Wow. Gosh, I'm excited already. So dude. powdered strawberry. They were set up, It's not even hard work. It's not no. hard work at all. Not at all. No. Oh. Another thing that uh, I have added to my diet is uh, avocado. It's really, I love it. Mm. And uh, I go to this this uh, uh, vegetarian restaurant and uh, you know it's like a it's like a uh, how should I say uh, more upscale uh, not, it's not a mom and pop store it's more of a hipster kind of vibe and it's a, it's a turu turu kind of deal so it's behind the counter and all of that you just point what you want they heat it up mm. And uh, they have an avocado salad is so that's so good, man. And I can't try. I can't seem to figure out what the because uh, uh, it 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 has a tangy flavor. And I'm I'm thinking it might be should, could it be white right oh, oh, yeah, white wine vinegar? It gives it a tangy flavor. It is vinegar, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, you can, yeah, or I don't know what kind of restaurant is. Is it is it French or what nationality are they going for? What type of cuisine oh, are they going? No, for? it's just it's American. It's Californian, you know. It's Californian food, right? So it's yeah. either citrus uh, based vinegar or, yeah, citrus, or fruit based yeah, yeah. vinegar, uh-huh. right? And also there are so also some oils, some uh, oils, not oils. You know, like walnuts, almond oils, and stuff like that, which yeah. has a ending note of, you know, parang after you swallow, there's like an ending note of acidity. Diba? Like, yeah. you know, sometimes fats have an asim, diba? Diba? So that's yeah, it, yeah. you know. Wow, nice. Yeah. So what's in it? What's in the salad? Well, it's it's pieces of uh, I mean chunks of avocado and uh, uh, sliced baby tomatoes um, and uh, that's it. And then the whatever dressing they it's it's bathed in a dressing, you know. So there's mm-hmm. definitely it's like you said the oils. Uh, it's not. It's not too, as strong as balsamic. It's man. not balsamic, it's, huh? It's not balsamic. Balsamic is, is mm-hmm. like really strong, but it's uh, it's definitely a vinegar. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm I you know mm-hmm. I, I I'm trying to replicate it by I already bought some white white wine vinegar and maybe that's it. I don't know, but but like you said, it's a, it could be a citrus based uh, vinegar. Or the oil itself could be mm. tangy. I don't know. But it's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My point is it's so good. 
And uh, no, and I like, I actually like avocado. And uh, and yeah, you can't really cook avocado, right? With heat or can you? I don't know. Oh, uh, you can. You can. You can. Uh, but it could oxidize. So you have to put acid. Acid uh, is very important for 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 that family, that fruit family, right? Um, they oxidize so fast, like apples, avocados, you know. Yeah. Melons, pears. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I yeah. like it. I like uh, my 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 thing now is avocado toast, <laughs> and uh, it's cool, man. It's nice. It's, it's, it's nice. a nice, healthy uh, snack instead of. You know, instead of, uh, you know, getting a hot dog or something, <laughs> I really have to avoid all yeah, of this. Are, are you avoiding eggs? No, not at all. Are you avoiding eggs or not really? No. So, no. yeah, okay, one tip. You have an avocado toast, right? I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a tip unless you're doing it already. Uh-huh. You have a Teflon pan and you have your avocado toast on your plate already, Right. Right. Okay, so instead of putting oil on your Teflon pan, right? Put water. Okay. Put water in your in your Teflon pan. Just a little bit of water, just a splash, you know. And then crack the egg on it when it's hot, and then cover it. Uh-huh. So that that small amount of water is going to steam. It's going to steam the eggs uh-huh. sunny side up. So instead of having a fried egg, you have a steamed sunny side up egg with zero oh oil. And you can just put it on your avocado toast. It's fucking amazing, man. It, it cooks so <laughs> fast because steam oh. is the strongest. Diva, steam is the most powerful cooking method, man. It's, it's, you know, it's, it, it burns you more than fire, open flame, you know. Right. When you open a steamer and you put your yeah. face in front of it, yeah. you'll literally lose the skin on your face, right? Yeah. So yeah. So there you have it. An egg, an egg cooked with water. So wait, so wait, you do do you wait for the water to boil? Uh, how, how much it's, water is it, this? No, no, it's only like okay. If it's one egg, maybe yeah. it's just madami na yung madami na yung two tablespoons. Of water, okay, right, and then you crank it up, right, and the, and then the water is gonna evaporate, and during the process of evaporation, it's going to steam the eggs, and yeah. then because it's covered, it's going to cook the bottom and the top of the so, egg. So when so you, you put have the to steam the egg, and by the so when, when you open it, <laughs> so when you uh, when you have the uh, when you put the water in the, in the pan, how fast do you put the egg in? Yeah. Or you can you can even put the egg first if you like. If you have a really nice Teflon pan that's like super slidey, you know, it's not gonna stick, right? Right. You can put the egg first, right? When it's uh-huh. then crank it up and then you put two tablespoons of water on the side and then yeah. close it. And uh, you know oh my you can God. even you can even finish the intro before the intro of Bohemian Rhapsody is done, you have a Water fried egg. <laughs> you know? That's cool, man. I'm gonna try that for sure, man. You know, there's it's, there's there's basically a lot of things that people are neglecting or ignoring, or you know, it's just under their noses, right? Mm-hmm. 
and and it's it's actually there to to do things differently you know instead of now like now people are like crazy buying this uh they call it an air fryer yeah for some stupid reason right <laughs> we we have one of there's those there's no such thing uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm not attacking you personally no, but it's i'm okay. saying this for the world it's and okay. to reeducate people reeducate people because out of the 36 basic cooking methods of course we create new things as we become more technologically advanced right yeah. but there's 36 basic cooking methods right mm-hmm. and one of them is convection right like the oven convection oven right. so air fryers are basically just portable convection ovens right right it's nothing new it's just convection oven it's basically baking it's yeah. basically roasting it's basically that yeah baking and roasting right so it's not really frying and especially not with air you can't fry with <laughs> air well let me yeah of course of <laughs> course you, you can to, you can fry you have, with yeah of course you have to label it <laughs> air fryer for you know for the dummies out there you know that that won't understand yeah, it, 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 you, you know, know i mean <laughs> they won't understand your explanation and man people so, you know they air fryer na lang para <laughs> so it's, it's it's a fucking you know what you know what it looked like to me and all of us chefs here it's like it's like a carrot on a stick you know that you know the thing the carrot on a oh, stick oh yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah well you know you, i mean you know you know america i mean all the inventions are all for convenience you know and and the selling point of the air fryer mm-hmm. is that no oil, so it's healthier meal. You know, you you can get mm-hmm. uh, you can make fried chicken, yeah. you can make French fries, but no oil. So you know, I mean, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why my dad got it. You know, I mean, it's it's cool. You know, I, I, wow. I've 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 cooked with it. It's 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 cool. You know, the the fried chicken is 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 still delicious. You know, I you have to season it, of course, but but of course. I, I would rather have a little more juice in there. Maybe it's a time thing, but uh, the only th- the, my only complaint with the air fryer is just the cleaning, the cleaning of it because because you know the oil is extracted from the meat or whatever you know and it 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 collects at the bottom, so you have to discard the oil and all of that and mm. that's very messy stuff, which I would rather not do you know. Mm. <laughs> And that's why the no, air fryer. That's why the air fryer is not so used. Yeah. You know, you can save those natural juices, you know, and, right. and turn it into a dressing. Actually, yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah, that's where I am now, man. I mean, it's a good thing uh, here in California. They're very friendly with the, with the healthy food, <laughs> so it's easy to, you know, if you. Uh, if you don't know how to cook healthy food, you know you can buy it at the store, ready, ready made, you know, or at a restaurant. So hopefully, I stick to it. Yeah, and by the way, by the way, get, getting back to your basmati rice thing, uh, it is in fact healthier if you get colored rice like brown rice, red rice, purple rice. You know, mm. it is healthier because those types of rice have have lower sugars and yeah. they have antioxidant properties. But the thing is, the darker <clears throat> the rice, the longer you have to pre-soak 
you have to pre-soak them before cooking them, right? Like so, brown but, rice, you you have to pre-soak it <coughs> one hour before. So I have a, I haven't mastered cooking basmati rice. What what is the best way to cook basmati rice? Mm. Is, you know, I let's say the white rice or the white basmati rice. Do I have to soak that too? You know, mm. the secret to cooking rice in general, uh, yeah. with exception of paella mm. and risotto, right? It's really about the washing. It's never really. It's it's maybe thirty percent lang yung cooking. It's mm-hmm. it's really more about the washing. You should wash it really well, right? Oh, if you okay. have if if your rice. If every rice grain is not washed properly, it still has some loose things, right? It's, uh, it's going to become malata or sticky. It's going to stick to each other, right? Yeah, So, yeah. really, if you need to wash it 10 times, 10 times up to you, right? So, so, so all that starchiness has to be cleared. Yeah, you have to, yeah. And that's, that's also dirt. And that's, that's also bad starch, right? Uh, like right. I said, you know, more surface areas exposed to air. So those things are are basically fermented powders of rice that's been sitting around for ages in a sack. And you know, uh, there's 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 good uh, you know there's probiotics and there's the bad stuff, right? Uh, yeah. So like yeasty, it's already yeast. Eh? Yeast thing, it could create air bubbles inside you, so you're gassy, stuff like right. that. So um, one last thing before we go, I want to also, do you have a, a recipe that you could, from the top of your head, on the fly, uh, using quinoa? Quinoa. Can do. Yeah. Mm. Or quinoa or no, no, or, or even, no, so uh, or, or uh, couscous, I mean, couscous. Couscous. Yeah, I love couscous. I would, I would. I would go for couscous way more than quinoa. Yeah, because yeah. quinoa's balat. I mean, I meant no balat. Yeah, I mean, I meant couscous. Um, you know, I mean couscous. I would eat it the traditional way, right? I would toss it in olive oil, and I would, you know, uh, uh, you know, work with it between my fingers, you know, like that, you know, create like you know pebbles and whatever between my fingers with the olive oil wetted uh, couscous and then I put them in a steamer okay. and you'll be surprised it won't fall through the holes despite the holes being this big it's not going to fall through the holes wow. because you work them with your fingers with olive oil and then underneath you have a pot of boiling or, or simmering vegetables and then you cover it and it's going to steam the couscous and you have fantastic vegetable broth steamed couscous right <sighs> And then you put it on your plate. You put it on your plate and you have these fantastic carrots and whatever. You mm-hmm. drain them. Or, or you can reverse the process, right? You can, you can roast the vegetables first before you simmer them in a broth to okay. simmer the couscous. So you have a, a roasted vegetable broth steaming your couscous oh, and wow. have a fantastic brown-colored vegetable broth. You know, amazing. Drizzle some olive oil and zest some lemon on top. Um, amazing. People just throw away lemons and limes and citrus and dye up. Yeah. Not knowing that the flavor, the, the scent and the aroma of the fruit is really on the rind of the skin, not inside. Yeah. 
yeah, never yeah, inside. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the the aroma of the lemon the right? lemon smell is on the skin. Right. The oils, right? Yeah. And and the best part about it is you can zest like you know, a room full of lemons or a, a truck full of lemons or dye up or whatever, lime. And then you just put it in a Tupperware and you can freeze it for a whole year. And it's not going to spoil. And yeah. you can use it for Christmas. You can use it for next year or whatever. Wow. So, yeah. So people what need would, to be, so, what, so yeah, it, people need to be. So what could you do? I think people the, need to be, I mean, if you don't mind me saying this. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, you, no, no, you. you yeah, so I think, I think people, yeah, I think, thank you. I think people need to, I mean, people are, again, people are cooking so much during this pandemic. Uh, they're learning to be fantastic cooks, and I'm so happy about that, learning, all of them learning new things. Uh, all, the, all they need is a chef jacket, you know, they're already chefs. But the thing is, a lot of them are veering towards, um, um, appliances and equipment and wares and fantastic tools, expensive tools, forgetting, yeah. forgetting the basics and the qualities of every ingredient. And that's the most important thing more than anything else. You know, learn, learn about like, for example, you get, a, a you know, a spring onion, for example, they just cut off the roots, right. And they throw it away. Yeah. Right. You can eat the roots. The roots are masarap of the yeah. scallions and the leeks. Uh-huh. You can roast them. And then the right. carrots. People peel carrots. Don't peel the carrots. Don't peel the carrots. Don't peel uh-huh. the potatoes. Just, just scrub them. Yeah. Because the the all the nutrients are on the skin, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so like the lemons. So what can you do with that broth, with that vegetable broth after you cook the 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 vegetables and the and the couscous you 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 drizzle the broth on the dish yeah you can use it as a side soup for your couscous dish vegetable couscous dish right mm-hmm. or you can use it as a stock a vegetable stock to, to make fantastic uh uh vegetable ramen or vegetable uh noodle soups right amazing with with spicy tofu and sambal uh chili sambal in there Nice herbs, amazing, and roasted mushrooms. Oh, sarapnon, man. Oh, wow. Dang. So what vegetables would you That's put in? That's already good, up? right? What vegetables would you put in the broth? Carrots, broccoli? Well, when you roast, when you roast vegetables, the, the strong alliums, you know, like garlic, onions, uh, uh, carrots, uh, turnips, mm-hmm. even beets, Right, even leeks. Um, right. Yeah, you can roast all of these things, man, and then just uh-huh. just dump them in a in a pot and just throw water and just simmer it. You know, put black peppercorns and strain it. You can put spices if you like. Uh, dried mushrooms, and then you have a vegan uh, a vegan beef stock, right? A, a vegan pho. You can make a pho, a vegan pho out of it. Yeah. You know it's going to be hard to if I dry fruits out here. Is that there's so many birds around? They might they're, they're going to pick up all that fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the crows, man. Those and crows are fu- like, ooh, free food. Fucking squirrels. 
<laughs> oh yeah, and squirrels, man. Yeah, exactly. So, or like, I don't. I'll just, I'll just try and buy dried fruit. I mean, I mean, no, there no. are no. Okay, you can buy screen, screen. You know, you buy screen, you cover them with screen. Oh, oh right, 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 you right. Are? That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Screen. They, they cannot get through the screen. Yeah. Well, all right, chef. Thank you very much for the conversation. Thank you too, man. I'm honored. I'm always honored when I see you, man. I always look forward when I see you. It's my pleasure. Right on, man. And this is actually the season finale, uh, episode 25. And uh, you, were, you were also mm. one of the first guys, you know, you were on episode two. So you are the first return guest of, of the show. And hopefully oh, not, wow. Yeah, hopefully not it's the like last time. like an SNL time. thing, right? Like an SNL thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Hosting the SNL. Yeah, return host, man. Return host, return guest. So, yeah. So, this is going to be the season right, finale. Right. I'm going to take a, a, a short break and then start compiling again. And hopefully in the future, we'll, uh, we'll talk again when, uh, I don't know, man. When you get your vaccine, man, let's talk again. <laughs> when i recover yeah <laughs> yeah man all right folks chef ramon antonio right. thanks very much my friend my brother from another mother i'll see you soon man thank you thank you all right muchas gracias rock and roll Bye, man adios